Hi, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall Hill, and I'm your guide as we journey through the car care industry. You can find me on most platforms at uh, HyperClean Store. Best way, though, go to HyperClean Specialist on Facebook or shoot me a text direct, 918-800-1188. Joined today by Greg and Sean. Greg can be found uh, on most platforms at Masterson's Wax, but he's on TikTok. That's where he loves to be, Masterson's Car Care, or shoot him a text direct, 562 562- Three three five two zero five three. Sean is with Orbis X. You can find him at Orbis X Inc. on uh, Facebook or shoot him an email direct, Sean at OrbisX.ca. Guys, I am diving into today the Sam Adams winter lager. I had it yesterday. I know last time I couldn't drink that porter, uh, <laughs> but uh, I've got it over to the side in case I need to go for a second beer today, you know, just in case, because... This one was pretty good, and I kind of drank through it pretty quick. Uh, are you drinking anything today, Sean? Um, so water in bottle one, and then uh, a little bit of vodka in bottle two. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so so I, I interchange I, I, between the two. So. We're going nice. with a limited edition. This is for the fall. Kona Hawaiian Espresso from Nespresso. Limited oh, edition. Nice. Yeah, also good. It is very good. Also picked up the Jamaica Blue, which the lady at the counter at the Nespresso store stated it only comes out twice a year. So I was like, damn, you're really pushing that urgency on the marketing. I got to get it. I waited. I had already made my purchase and I went back in the line because she said that. I was like, dang, that was a good urgency right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You ever have an experience like that and then you want to hire that person? You know, like, uh, geez, come do sales for me kind of thing. Well, I, I think a little deeper. I want to hire the person that did the training. I want to know where their how uh, the training was. I feel uh, like it's the training. Because uh, then you uh, can produce your own sales. Thing. Yeah. Yes, correct. Yeah, it's like oh, yeah. I do a lot of you know for people who listen to us. I do training. People people actually they come to me to do consulting or business training, and something that I've noticed and I, I there's two types of people that do the training with me. There's the business owner that comes by himself, maybe Mm. one other person with them. They take the training, they they go, they pay for it, they take it, and then they go back home and replicate it. Or there's the semi-too busy, busy business owner or the lazy business owner that sends his employees to get trained. And he'll send employee after employee after employee after employee. He'll spend 20 times the cost instead of just doing it once himself and training all the employees. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes. I've had I've had people send their employees to me and they they they're at my training, but they're doing nothing but dick uh, phone because they're not paid because they're not they're not paid they don't care. care. They don't care. Yeah, exactly. They don't, they don't, care. Care. They don't care. And it's so funny because one time someone paid for their, they, they wanted to do some training. So they sent their employee over. We did the training. They went yeah. back home. Six months later, that same employee came back with the employer to do the training. So he paid Jeez. twice because they were like, fuck, it didn't work out for me. I mean, Sean, Jeez. right? You know how that conversation went. Boss, man, I'm telling you, this is all he taught us. Okay, you'll go out with me too next time. And sure enough, that's why they both went together. Exactly, hundred <laughs> percent. Dang, that's so true. <laughs> I can see it now. Hundred yeah, percent. Oh, uh, Greg, that's fun. Uh, Greg, uh, apologies, we didn't sing you happy birthday on your birthday, but Sean and I will sing it to you now. Uh, hat? No, just kidding. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday, man. No, no, no. I want, I want the '90s restaurant one where it starts off like this. Yeah. Oh right. yeah, yeah. Hey, man, <laughs> <laughs> it's only like ten seconds, 
and and, and, and and half the employees don't even know the song. They're just like, oh, we're the, uh, <laughs> Greg, I, I said this about when you first started coming on that uh, not many people really understood who you were, right? Uh, but it seems like you've gotten a new image. There's people that were posting photos of you online and wishing you happy birthday. That's that's a mm -hmm. nicely done, man. Uh, uh, you've done a yeah. great job of kind of reinvigorating of letting people know who you are. And uh, yeah. it, you, you, I wish you all the best as you continue to have many, many more birthdays. Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, no, Please annuals, man, yeah. for sure. It's great, yeah. you know, about the about the pictures. I've noticed that this year was, it was amazing. A lot of people post a lot of pictures, yeah. like taking pictures with me. And I was like, that's great. Mm -hmm. Because actually when I meet people, I actually ask them to take, I want, can I take a picture with you? Mm -hmm. And they're uh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. okay. And then we take a picture together and then they have that picture and then it comes back later on. So I think that's yeah. a really cool thing. So that was my favorite. Yeah. We, you know, we, we've been doing this lately. Our favorite post that we've seen, I, that's been my favorite is, uh, is watching people that have posted for you and your happy birthday. Uh, I know one specifically, John Carlo, I saw that one was, uh, specifically. And so that, that was cool that John Carlo did that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, that was really uh, nice. What about you guys? Any fun posts that you've seen? <laughs> um, I, I saw one yesterday that was, uh, it was travel related and said what it's like traveling in, in 2021 and then it uh, showed someone basically bent over all fours and there was like five doctors just in every part of this person's body <laughs> so yeah it's brutal but uh, you funny, said traveling's but tough especially because you you have to travel with your kids I guess and that makes it very difficult if, if um, yeah usually don't don't necessarily have to but uh, we usually do just because if we go somewhere we'll let's say we're going somewhere for business we'll stay you know like a week for business and then two weeks for for just pleasure um, so usually we take them with us kind of thing um, so it's for that reason but uh, also they they get lonesome and stuff like that you know so it's just easier if we take them with us you know <laughs> traveling family. Uh, I'm with you, Greg. Any uh, any fun posts you've seen? You know, I saw a funny meme. It was just a meme. It, it was it was a it was a picture of Kyle Rittenhouse and he was crying. And then above it was the word saying me, age eleven, doing math doing my math homework at the kitchen table at nine p.m. on a Wednesday night, while my dad's shouting, "What is seven times eight? <laughs> I saw that too. Was that Dan Graski? Yeah, Did he? I, I know he had posted. He might have posted from somebody else, but uh, yeah, that, that that one cracks me up too. Yeah, I, yeah. I definitely remember that, right? I remember that night when cramming oh, yeah. the homework in. Like, there's no doubt. Yeah, yeah. The, the the great the great thing was that I I'm just like great at trying to negotiate things. Mm. So I remember. One time when I was little, I negotiated with my mom to do my math homework because it was getting too late and it was going to take me three times longer to do it than her to do it because she was going to do it really fast. She already knew the answers. So I convinced, I'm like, look, here, either we do the homework here together, which I'm going to suck at. And it's going to take us like three hours and we don't go to bed till two in the morning or you could like do it right now real quick and we both go to bed and have a better day tomorrow. <laughs> and, 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 and it worked out and we both went to bed and, 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 and I, I, I fucked up the math tests on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> but if you used to do what I did that first day of class, they'd give you that syllabus and it would tell you, you know, what, what everything held a value in. And if test only held X amount of value, I only had to get, 
certain percentage on those tests, but mm. if I nailed the homework, then I knew I could at least make a C. Like that's the way I got through school. Math, math, it works. Math was not good for me. Just not. It was not. It was not good. It was just. It was horrible. Oh man. And it's the math crazy. teachers are like the worst. They're the the, the mm. worst teachers are the worst people to deal with. They have no communication skills. They can't like, and I don't know how it is in Canada, but in America, it is not good. Oh, it's it's brutal here too because you don't even have to. They'll have, they have an excess of teachers in certain subjects, and then a, you know shortage in others. So they're getting people to like at my daughter's school. Her gym teacher was an old, uh, I think, music teacher. They canceled the music program, and then her English teacher is doing math, and the math teacher got transferred to another school to teach French, but he only speaks English. Uh, and- so it's. It, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's a the school system's a nightmare. <laughs> I, I only send them so that they have that social interaction because we actually do most of our homeschooling here, and then we have tutors for them as well, um, just because they, they don't teach things like finance and shit like that. You know, so you yeah. gotta you gotta level up your own kids. That's uh, if you leave it to the public school system, you're fucked. <laughs> all right, so here's a fun meme. That was a fun post. I had a fun meme that I I found. It's funny because. I would imagine if you're a meteorologist, you're usually really great at math, right? So it's funny that we're talking about that. So it says, most meteorologists are men. That's why when they say we're going to get six to eight inches of snow, we only get two or three. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. I know. (laughs) I kind of chuckled. (laughs) All right. So a post, though, that we have seen more and more that uh, we're going to dive into for our first little topic to toss back and forth today, guys, is the fact that prices are going up. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, listen, we've said that for, geez, probably six months at least. uh, But definitely over the past month, we've constantly keep reminding people that things are changing one of the posts that we're seeing more and more, but I know one specifically that I'm thinking about, a guy was informing his quote unquote customer base on social media and laying out that because of his chemical prices have gone up, because of other prices have gone up, he will now be raising prices on his customers. And and he used social media as that platform to put the information out. So as, as I was tossing this idea around, Sean had this really cool question. If, if my Lamborghini uh, was on hold and if it, the prices had gone up, right? Like, because, mm. because right. Lamborghinis, they don't tell people that they're raising prices. No, and, you know, <laughs> they tag I, you online and say, <laughs> Hey, our prices are going up. <laughs> I, my Lambo, I, I just hadn't clicked that buy button yet, Sean. You know, I was close, yeah. <laughs> uh, but now I definitely am not clicking that buy button because they just told me they were raising my price, right? Like, it, it's an interesting theory. How do you communicate to people, right, in such a platform when nobody else communicates like that? There's no other company that's going to go put out on social media that they're raising prices to people. And, and here's why. So, you know, Greg, first of all, what are your thoughts? And then we'll get into some questions, you know, first of all, just give me your thoughts on it. Then we'll get into, you know, maybe what they should do later. Uh, but first of all, thoughts. I think it's a stupid idea yeah. to, uh, to tell your customers, Hey, I'm raising my prices. Um, they're not your customers that day. And the world is a market. 
They were, they were your customer. Unless okay. you're in the process of detailing their car and then you're going to raise up their price in mid-detail, that's the only <laughs> time you would need to say, hey, I'm raising my prices. Because yeah. every day is a new day. And your prices, your services, they may change on the daily. Um, when a restaurant changes its menu and they change their daily special, they don't email all their customers and say, hey guys, you know, we just want to let you know we're not serving the fish tomorrow. It's going to be the chicken special. They don't do that. They just, people come in, oh, oh, hey guys, we got the chicken special today. You know, would you guys like that? If you don't, mm. all right. And I don't think business owners should be saying we are raising our prices. They should just raise it and people will notice it. And to be honest, uh, uh, the majority of people actually won't notice that, that you're raising the price. 100%, especially because everything else is going up in price already all the time, things change. And as you improve your skill set or as your business grows, your prices should be increasing naturally anyways. Um, and, and stop factoring in time. I don't think like, don't, I'm going to raise my prices every March or something. They should just be raising when you, uh, you know, want to make more money, want to accommodate more expenses and stuff. But um, yeah, I find that, you know, people, they're going to know. But the biggest thing in sales, I think, is you want to remove obstacles and objections so don't give them objections you know you tell them we're raising our prices you just like hand spoon fed them the next objection well i don't want to book because your prices just went up you know you want to remove that instead send them notices about like we're adding this or we're adding more value or here's what we can do for you guys or here's here's what we're doing in the community to help out you know build our community up i think we've talked about this a lot is that um, um we, we as detailers should not be selling services. We should be selling time and we should be selling time to the customers and people are listening to this. They should be selling time to the customer and the customers that really value the time and value the service, they don't actually care what it costs for them. Five to $10. It's, it's nominal. It's nominal figures. I mean, I'll be honest with you. A lot of times I go to services, restaurants, I just give them the 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 um, credit card before I even sit down. Like here you go, just mm. just charge charge us at the end. I just don't need to see the bill. I already know what it's probably going to be. I know probably what it's going to cost. Am I really going to waste my time complaining about five ten dollars? No. Mm. And those are the type of customers that detailers want. Hey man, here's my credit card. Just swipe it at the end. See you at five. Have a good day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so true though. Yeah. All right, yeah, so I don't you know, what, where should we, all right? So first of all, I guess the, the, let's ask this question. I think I'll, I'll, I'll answer it for both of you. Should we first off ever tell a customer that we're raising their prices? And, and from both of you, I'm, I'm guessing that, no, you shouldn't make a public statement. No. Um, it, could somebody send it in a private email? You know, you mentioned email uh, and I, that I'm I'm gonna say on that part I would still say no. Um, yeah. But I don't I see the see, value add for the business. Uh, yeah, I, and, and that's the point. Like I, I could see why somebody would feel the need to personally just they want to tell somebody, right? I, I I get I get that, and I could see somebody maybe telling me that hey that's why they did it, so they put it out into an email. Okay, but to your point, Sean you know, where's the value add in that? There's, you know? There is none. In fact, there's the opposite, I would say. Um, you're just you're just highlighting a negative about your business and 
you're basically you might as well send them an email that says hey our prices are going up you should start shopping around that's that's what that sounds like to me yeah you know, yeah it's it's, it's pushing <laughs> your customers away yeah hey you, go look somewhere else yeah you'd have better luck if you took a picture of your vacuum that you just bought and said sent an email to all your customers and said look what we just bought it, they would probably be like more intrigued than if you said hey our prices are going up 15 percent and giving them excuses they don't care it's not their problem to figure out why your business has expenses or what your expenses are they don't care that's more headache for them they don't want to they're not your accountant you know so if you need to vent or something i'm sure there's a hotline or something go to you know detail for money or so i don't know somewhere but don't i definitely wouldn't blast that out to your customers absolutely not send an email to them and let them know that your competitors prices are going up if you yeah, want to do that from a, from a professional standpoint there is really no reason for you to ever tell your customers that i'm raising my prices mm. unless you had a contract with somebody that said that you we're charging them this much money over a certain amount of time for a large scale job. And in reality, that contract was to lock in that price and you really can't raise the price on that. And you should really just shut the fuck up until the contract's over. Suck it up and, and finish. Yeah, suck it up. Like, hey man, like I should have, I should have negotiated that. Put it this way. The office that I'm sitting, this store right here, this store is, uh, you know, there's a, there's a landlord for this store would be a stupid idea to own the property that the store's on we can move the store anywhere in a, in a moment's notice right inside of the contract for this store there is a clause that every year the rent goes up mm -hmm. it says right in right in the contract that and next year the rent will go up to this price and year three the rent will go up to this price and year four the rent will go up to this price it's already factored <laughs> and as far as i know they're not giving you more square footage <laughs> no they're not giving you any more square footage they're already telling you that the price is going up yeah and i think that's the education point right is is you know detailers listening is unless you have something like that which is a contract that states that there'll be in price increases. You just, of course, right? Like inside the post, people talk about, and listen, there's more than one post that we've seen. So uh, it, it's the idea that because everything else is going up, I have to now charge you more. And maybe that somebody at making that post inside, they feel like somebody should be explaining to them why their cost went up but nobody's fucking telling them anything. So they feel like they should tell people why they're having to increase prices. Oh. So if somebody's in that moment, we understand that you feel that way, but we're telling you, don't put it out on your Facebook post. Don't put it out on an Instagram post. Yeah. Definitely what not. should we do if we have that feeling though, Sean, how do, do we, we just, absorb it we don't we don't think about our customers and we just raise the price and move on and just keep going i think so 100 so let's assume that your expenses haven't even changed let's just assume that your costs of doing business are the same your prices should still be going up not necessarily with each job but definitely you know every quarter you know on some sort of a schedule so that your business continues to grow and make more money uh, now, those increases can be small, they can be major, whatever they happen to be. If you started out offering details for $25, you're banging them out, maybe it's time to start raising it up to 100, so on and so forth. But um, I think that 
the only notices you should be giving out there would be if you have promotions or specials or you want to tell the story about your company. And I do think you just absorb those costs. Uh, sometimes our costs go up uh, temporarily on certain things like film or something like the pandemic, you know, supplies, things like that. A lot of times we just absorbed some of the extra costs for some of our, you know, better clients just to keep those ones going like our dealership or fleet clients. And the other ones, we just raised the prices of those ones to help offset it. Uh, but we didn't tell anybody like a big announcement. What we did instead is just when the person called in to get a quote, we would explain to them what the price is and then we would sell the value. So we usually take a different approach to most people. Most people start selling the value and then they hit them with the price in the end. We don't like the shock in the end. We just give it to them right away. And then we say, you know, the price is going to be $1,000. And we ask them one question. We say, does that make sense to you? And then they tell us what their objections are. Well, you know, it's, it does seem like, uh, you know, I'm getting good value, but I think my wife would find it's too expensive. Beautiful. You've just narrowed down the objection, hone in on that. Be like, listen, is your wife around? Let's get her on the phone. I bet you she'd be so happy. We could probably do her car for half the price too if we bring them both at the same time. Now it's a whole different conversation. So that's when you tell customers things about price. It's not a, a big announcement like a press release, I don't think. You know, I think you should, you know, people always want to, want to wonder when's the best time to raise the price you know when the best time to raise the price is first of the year and that way everybody has a new reset a new year new life new business new prices and then people don't even even think about it oh that when they ask oh man the price went up a little bit yeah that was last year's price exactly yeah that was was 2021 yeah, yeah that was last year yeah and then it's a very easy process rather than raising it up mid year. Oh yeah. With summer price increase, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. That, that, that is a good explanation, Greg. I, I was going to ask you because you mentioned earlier time, you know, and, and I know Sean talks heavily on value. So if, if, if we're in a moment where we're raising our price and we, we now know that we shouldn't go put it out publicly. Um, but we have this need to still communicate. Great. What should we communicate? How do we tell somebody about time inside of that moment? Is, is there a type of post? Is there a, a way to describe it? Is there a way to say, hey, you know, here's, uh, here's moving into next year. Here's the amount of time savings that we're going to start providing for you. And you just keep talking that way? Or what would you recommend? You know, I don't like to actually talk about it as like time savings, but with the way I like to sell it is, is that uh, a great advertising would be for a mobile detailer would be, we detail for your lifestyle. So a great thing would be, we detail while you work, we detail Mm. while you play, we detail while you shop detail while you live Mm. that's a great one you know we detail while you live your life so your life is clean so your car is clean and if a detailer can sell that they will sell way more services guaranteed a hundred percent okay cool all right, that's, so that's let's... actually spot on because we have a grocery store across the street from our place, big, huge supermarket. And that's how we marketed to the soccer moms. We targeted them, you know, if they had vans, things like that. And we would say, you know, get your car cleaned while you run errands. And that was kind of how we did. 
Yeah, that makes sense. I never thought about it in that context, but uh, it's probably why that one did so well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's why it's why it, it, it's why it does so well. People want yeah. multiple things. They want to get they they want to get more value. How do they get more value? A, a, a lot of people think the value comes with the two birds, one stone. Dang, that was great value. I got two birds, one stone. I got two mm. done in one hit. They find that as great value. It's it's why Amazon. I believe is so successful. I got mm. all this stuff done, one place, one website, one click. And you have to go hunting around, you know, and if detailers can offer that to customers, I believe they'll have more success 2022. 100%. While we shine. That was my slogan for yeah. wave washing. That was my mobile mm. detailing business. And yeah. one of our places that we marketed was office complexes. And yeah, on beautiful. my old school brochure, right? That little six by nine card, <laughs> it was cardstock and you, you got it printed down at Kinko's, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. we went in right underneath the, the logo was you work while we shine. And, yeah. Uh, so like I, if, if, if there All right, was, so let's, uh, hold on, let's, let's go into this next, cause we gotta, we gotta go into the last topic. Uh, we, we're talking about the, in this one, this is what's cool. This isn't a, a post. This is a, uh, a community, question. a community, community member question, right? Yeah. Um, and this is perfect moving into what, out of what we were just talking about. So we got to put our creative hats on for a second because the question was asked, right? If I am marketing and I've been doing it, right? I'm making posts, I'm making different things, doing videos, but I hit a block, right? You can call it writer's block. You can call it creative block. You can, whatever you want to call it, right? You just sit down and you go, uh, again, I, don't know. I mean, it's the, to quote unquote from Brandon, which is a great message coming in from him. Let's go. Uh, you, 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 <laughs> you get tired of posting the same photo over and over. All right. All right. So Greg, you ready? You said, let's go. If somebody's hit writer block, they've hit creative block. They don't know what to post. What do you recommend? The first thing I recommend to do is absorb. Now, that's the one thing that a lot of people don't do on the platform is they don't sit around and absorb. That's actually what I feel like the biggest problem with TikTok is, is that the people that are, that are not having success on TikTok, they're not spending time on the app absorbing. Like I recommend if people want to start promoting on a social media, they need to spend like a week or two, maybe even a month, just sucking in that social media, scrolling, just scroll, watch, click, be a participant in the social media, not a creator. And then you'll know what you can create for those people, for those viewers. And I feel like when people have these writer block um, moments or they're lacking creativity in their posts, they need to go watch what other people are doing and they need to absorb those um, posts and those videos and those content. And if they absorb that, they will be able to reproduce better content. The reality of the game is, is that nobody's creating new stuff. We're all regenerating old ideas or combining old ideas, like combining three old ideas to create some new idea. It's like, it's like, you know, I just read a post though, Greg, I don't know. It seemed pretty original. It said the 10 benefits of ceramic coating. I think it was <laughs> the first one ever. <laughs> the 10 benefits of ceramic, I didn't see that one. 
benefits? Were they the same no. as blacks? <laughs> no, it's, it's just he's just making a joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like the whole thing about that is, is that um, uh, with the absorption of the product and the, uh, yeah. the environment, I feel like people, you will create more um, content and you can't just sit on the platform and be like, man, I'm going to keep doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. You got to change it up. hundred nice. percent. Yeah, I agree advice. with that. One, one thing we do is, uh, cause I, I do the same. I help some people out with consulting type stuff. Um, and one thing I always recommend to them is, you know, take a look at, your community first so it follows along community. the same line of community community <laughs> falls along with the you know information collection so uh you know subscribe to some magazines because they've got teams of writers that write stuff read some of the stories that are there and maybe that'll inspire you to write a blog or answer a question um sometimes asking questions joining forums finding out someone has a common question then go answer that find ways of answering it uh take a look at your community and say oh my god the community <laughs> You're going to get hammered, but uh, and then, and find ways of, you know, finding stories that are out there that you can talk about or piggyback off of. Uh, So, you know, local news is great uh, piggybacking off of something like that. And then try and tell the story of your business. Not so much look at the wonderful job that we did, but more the story behind it as well. Introduce yourself, your staff, your likes, your dislikes, really, you know, build that, uh, that picture for the customer about who the business is. Uh, so we sponsored the the Winter Olympics for Canada one year, and uh, we got our logo on the bobsled. Uh, random thing, I know, but uh, anyway, it was it was a huge story for us that we we piggybacked off of for six months leading up to it. And what we were doing is following those athletes through their journey and posting things, and you know we'd send a little message to them, and then they'd post about it, and it, it really helped us gain a lot of traction in the beginning. And then we did the same type of thing, just rinse and repeat for a lot of local charities as well. Uh, so there were some things that we were involved heavily in with fundraisers, others where it was just as simple as, you know, gave them $20 gift card, things like that. Um, so there's always stuff you can think of like that. And one last thing I'll mention is because it's the same thing with ads. If you're looking for some content, uh, check out other people's pages as well. Subscribe to them, uh, you know, Go type in, if you're in California, type in Chicago Detailing. Find some people and start following their posts. Uh, But Facebook also has this thing called the Ads Library. Uh, This is huge. If you go to Google and you type in Facebook Ads Library, you can literally type in, you know, Detailing Chicago, for example, and you'll see all the detailers' ads that they're running locally. You'll see the text, the image, the video, all that stuff, and it'll give you some inspiration as well, copy-paste. You can see what's working. Um, So since we know about it, we run our ads under a second Facebook page so that our competitors can't see what we're doing, but uh, just a FYI, <laughs> but it's something that not many people know about. This exists. It's free. No, I, I agree that both of those are, I mean, geez, thanks for the community. Uh, hey, two community. incredible, two incredible ideas. Greg, give me a, I, I want to chat a little bit about your dive into a little bit about, you know, almost in a sense, what you said, where most of us don't actually need to create, you said a lot of times there's people use old ideas and they come up with something new. Mm. One theory that somebody could do, Greg, and walk us through how they could do it, take old content that we put out on Instagram and repurpose it into two years later into today's, is that a thing? Or how could we redo some old things that we have to put out fresh content? You know, I truly believe, let's say that you're, um, uh, you know, let's say that you're 
a musician, let's say you're the Beatles, right? Um, and you were playing Hard Day's Night. How you, you think they probably got sick of playing Hard Day's Night. They really did. That's why they kind of broke up. They got sick of playing the same tunes over and over and over again, right? But how long did the Beatles have to play Hard Day's Night before they got sick of it? It was a long time. It was like almost 10 years, right? You have to keep doing the same trick a bunch of times until everybody sees it. And yeah. you'd be surprised how many times you got to keep doing that trick. And let's say you have 10 tricks. You really actually got to do each one of those tricks 10 times. And that's right there, a thousand tricks, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, you might think that something you're doing now isn't getting attention, but you might do it next year and it gets attention. So um, I really think you got to keep go doing the same tricks over and over again and adding more songs. Uh, That's true. Add more songs to your thing. And then the Beatles are still playing Hard Day's Night, but they, were, they had a bunch of other records at the same time. Okay, but so yeah. if they're trying to think down and I'm going to make a post and I know that I've got these photos that I took from the car, but I feel like I've just been putting the same type of photos out. Okay. Right? Um, how, do I, how do I move into something new? That, that, I, my, my thought was going to be, I'm going to tell them, just stop doing it all together. Oh, and yeah, it, you can do that. Yeah. And it would force you to come up with something new. If you're uh -huh. tired of taking the same photo over and over and posting the same thing, stop doing it. And it will make you go, well, wait, I've got to put something out. Okay. So you'll think something different. Yeah. Bingo. It will force the creative mindset in you to come up with something new. And one of those could be using old content for a little bit, mixing Just it together it to bit. come out yeah. with new content, right? I mean, you can use uh, use things that you've done in the past and just merge it together. Or what if, right? Like, what if people started talking about why they, you know, sort of like Sean, you said the story, right? Like mm -hmm. you're tired of putting the same photo. Why not tell the story of the customer, right? Why, why not tell the story of why somebody used their service? You know, there's, you, you could, you could take a photo of somebody's cat, right? And you don't even have to put the person in it. Take a photo of somebody's yard. <laughs> I mean, there's some different things that you could do while you're working, showing yourself being working. There's different ways that you can explain what you're doing without showing the same photo. I like it that he's gotten to that point, right? I, I like mm -hmm. that there was that, okay, they understand the need, but don't know how to take the next step. So both great info for the community, guys. Yeah, community. Community. Yeah, you know, uh, coming up with new ideas is very difficult, and and a lot of people struggle with it. But one mm. of the things about the, the the problem with social media that you got to think of is, are people going to like this? You know, that's that's the one thing is there's a lot of people out there who are making content, and it's just garbage. People because people just don't want to watch it. It's just not good. And they're just like, making more of it. Yeah, yeah, they're just making more of it. It's like. How you, have you ever been over to somebody's house to eat and they cook food? Like this is the best food. And you're like, this is garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, just, they just keep making more of it. They're just like, yeah, this is so good. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I, I got a friend of mine who, who brings me food all the time. And I'm like, you know, it, it, I, I tell him it's good, but it's really garbage. And like, there's a, and, and, and I, I keep wondering, I'm like, why do they keep making, where do they get these same garbage recipes? Like, yeah. like, they're like, I got this new cake recipe and it just sucks. 
Like, where did you find it from? I don't know. Uh, you got to keep watching what people like. So you got to follow people that other people are watching. Just like if you want to be a good cook, you got to follow the chefs that people like eating or that you know that other people like. That's what true. And on that note, one cool thing is that the people you're subscribing to through this information uh, collection period, if you're going to start mimicking sort of their methods or strategies or content they're putting out in Facebook ads, for example, you could target people that also like those same people. And so Facebook will align that algorithm. And so now the content you're putting out is going to kind of mimic their methods yeah. and you might have a higher chance of success as well. Yeah. If you're, I'm a big, I'm a big um, uh, purveyor for people watching this it, it's not everybody is creative. If you're not a creative person, that is so cool. But I tell people about this, don't reinvent the wheel, right? You, you, uh, uh, success leaves clues. So mm. just follow what other successful people are doing, mimic it, and your success will evolve into something else. It's not like you're 100%. copying them. Other people are just like, hey, man, like, um, uh, I, I don't want to be copying those people. It's okay. <laughs> you're not copying yeah. them. You're getting inspiration for your creation and, and building from there. I think Marty wanted to tune in. No, no, no. I was listening, man. <laughs> <laughs> All the gems. <laughs> yeah. Great gems. Yeah. I should have been taking notes myself. I'm going to have to replay this and, <laughs> and listen to it for my own self. No <laughs> that's the thing I love. Every, every episode, I learned like tons of new stuff as well. You know, so it's a, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a learning experience for me too. Always. Guys. Yeah. Thanks so much though. Uh, good talk. No doubt. Uh, a lot of great gems, as you said, for the community and uh, we'll let you guys roll. Awesome. Thank you guys right very much for watching. And uh, we hope you will join us next week on the Python yeah. podcast. Absolutely. All right. Community. Thanks a lot. Community. Guys. See you next week. All right. Ciao.